Pastors Michael and Brenda Brunzo welcome you and thank you for listening to the following message. This message was recorded during a regular service at Faith Fellowship Church. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So we believe this message will encourage and strengthen you in your daily walk of faith. God bless you as you listen. Good evening. So glad you've chosen to be with us for Facebook Live tonight. You know, uh, we miss not having, or we miss having church on Wednesday night in person. And hopefully soon we'll be able to get back to that. But until we do, we've got Facebook Live where we can come together, we can share, we can still get a little bit of the word through the week to help us through till we get back together on Sunday morning. So we're thankful for this format, so at least we can get together and have a little bit of the Word. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Daryl Mercer. I'm part of the staff at Faith Fellowship Church. I'm glad to serve. I'm glad that Pastor's given me the opportunity to share a little bit of the Word with you tonight. I'm not exactly sure how long we'll go this evening, but we'll uh, get into it and just see what God has for us. Hopefully we'll say something to encourage you to to give you a little strength to make it through the week. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we're so grateful for the opportunity to come together through social media to share your word. Father, we ask you to allow me to speak the word of truth with simplicity, with understanding, with love. Let those that hear it receive it with gladness and apply it to their lives, Lord. Let us see you in all our situations. Lord, Romans 8, 28 says that we know all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. Father, we love you today. Let us trust you in that word today. Allow us to see you in all things, Father. God, good, bad, indifferent, Lord. Let us see you in all of them, Lord. Father, we love you. We give you worship today. And we're asking all these things in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, your son. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you've been enjoying this uh, beautiful weather we've we've had. I decided that since I was going to be ministering from home that I'd let y'all look at my backyard. Still beautiful. Pool's too cold to get into, but it still looks pretty. So, you know, we've had some really beautiful weather. We're praying for the folks who are down on the Gulf Coast or enduring the effects of Hurricane Sally that made landfall this morning and then up through the states that are dealing with the rain from it. Um, understand there's some pretty bad torrential rain coming from that. So we're, we're praying for those folks. Um, a little bit cooler weather here these past few days. Seems like fall is trying to settle in here in the Ohio Valley. And that's okay with me. My allergies have been driving me crazy this summer. And I'm ready for them to go away for a little while. Thank God they're improving. But I wanted to take just a few minutes to share with you. Um, I'm going to be reading from the book of Mark, chapter 4. So if you want to get your Bible out... Open up your electronic device, whatever it is that you're using to read the Word of God. We're going to start in Mark chapter 4, verse 35 is where I'm going to start at. And I'm reading the King James Version here. 
says, in the same day when even was come, he said unto them, let us pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent away the multitude, they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. And there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they awoke him and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said unto one another, What manner of man is this, that even the winds and the seas obey him? Hallelujah. Good word tonight. So let's uh, set the scene here, starting out. Jesus had been ministering throughout the area, and as he went, crowds began to follow him just to see what would happen next. You know, that's the way we are as human beings. A lot of times we'll follow God just to see what Jesus is going to do next. And don't get me wrong, miracles are great. But we can't live our life in search of, of the next miracle. I know when I was uh, uh, young and I just started going to church, uh, there were people who would follow after preachers because he would prophesy. He would tell them things. And, and, and they would go and they would follow after the preacher just to see what he had to say to them, see what he had to tell them about their life instead of getting in the Word themselves and trying to get that word in them and hid in them that they would know what God has for them. So don't get me wrong, miracles are great, but don't live your life waiting on them. You got to be living, we shouldn't be living one crisis to the next. And that's the way a lot of people do. They, they live one crisis to the next. Well, you know, God's just got to come through. He's got to come through. I don't know what's going to happen if God don't come through. Man, where's your faith at? Stop living one crisis to the next. Stop trying to look for one miracle after another just to get you through life. Quit waiting for God to come and bail you out of your situation. Hebrews 11 in the King James Version says this, verse 1. says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now let's take that scripture and look at it in the message translation. The fundamental fact of existence is that this trusting God, this faith is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. So you see, we got to trust God in everything that we do. We got to know that we know that we know. That no matter what, he's moving behind the scenes and he's orchestrating things in our lives. We have to learn to play our part. I was a band kid in high school. I know, right? I look like a little geek. Now I look like the guy that ate the little geek. But I was a band kid in high school. I started band in 
in eighth grade and learning how to play the trumpet. And, and when I got through eighth grade, then getting ready to go in high school, I tried out for the high school band. But guess what? I didn't make it. I was not good enough. I wasn't ready. I didn't give up though. I signed up for a beginning band again the next year. I'll just take it again. I'll learn. I'll get better. And I'll be ready for the next year. But something happened and I didn't have to wait. Someone who had made the band moved. And so they needed a body. Guess what? I was a body. And so I, I, I got a place in the marching band in high school. And so I went, and so somebody moved. They needed a body. Uh, but the problem was that I learned the movements for the show, but I didn't know the music. It seemed that no matter what, I could not memorize the pieces for that show. I went through my entire freshman marching season going through the motions and not playing anything. There were pieces that I would get. I would, I would get a few notes that I would remember and know where to play, and I would play those. But as far as knowing the whole piece for everything that we needed to do for that show, I was lost. I couldn't do it. I could fake it. And I did. I faked it that, that freshman year. Went through the motions not knowing the music. I, I wasn't prepared to do those things like I needed to do then. But you know what happened? The next year, I was ready. I knew my music. I knew my pieces. I knew where I needed to be on the field. And I went through. And I knew the entire routine. I went from sitting last chair at the beginning of my freshman year and our band in high school, we had a lot of trumpets. There was, I don't know, 20. And I went from sitting last chair my freshman year to my junior year when I graduated high school. I was sitting third chair at the end of the year. Why? Because I prepared, I worked, I learned. Uh, I worked on the fundamentals of playing my instrument and learning my music and doing the things that I needed to do to make improvements and be able to make a change in my situation. And it's the same way with our walk with God. When we practice the fundamentals that we learn as a Christian and become proficient in walking those things out, we grow. It's like in our verse we read tonight, Jesus had been out teaching the multitudes. But he didn't start with the multitudes. He started out turning the water into wine at the marriage in Cana. Then progressively his fame spread as he began to do more and more things, as he began to do the work of the Father, as he began to do the things that his Father led him to do, as he began to speak those things that his Father gave him to speak, his fame spread and it grew. And he performed miracle after miracle and people started following him and they wanted to hear what he had to say and they wanted to know what was going on and, and just see. So till finally we get to this place in the word that we read today that Jesus ends up sitting in a boat on the seashore teaching the multitude that's standing on the shoreline. Verse 
And when he finishes teaching, he tells his disciples, Mark 4, verse 35 and 36. And the same day when even was come, he said unto them, let's pass over unto the other side. And when they had sent the multitude away, he they took him even as he was in the ship. And there were also with him other little ships. So when he finishes, he says, let's go to the other side of the sea. There wasn't any question about where he wanted to go. He told them, hey, we're in the boat. Let's go to the other side of the sea. Let's go to the other side. There wasn't any question about how they were going to get there. They were in the boat. But notice this, in this portion of scripture, it says, when he said, let's go to the other side, it said, and he was in the ship, and there were other little ships with him. Now let's look, look and read the rest of our scripture again. Mark 4, verse 37, says, and there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. And he was in the hinder part of the ship, asleep on a pillow, and they awoke him and said unto him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, Peace, be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said unto them, Why are ye so fearful? How is it that ye have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea Obey him. So they cast out into the, to the sea, as Jesus said, heading to the other side. He was physically exhausted. He had been teaching the multitudes. He had been healing the sick and, and, and everything that, that he was doing. So he went to sleep in a pillow in the back part of the ship. Then came the storm. They were fishermen. They knew the sea. They knew the storms. But they had become so reliant on Jesus for everything that everything that they knew they forgot in that moment. All their skill was forgotten in the, in, at that time. When the storm came up, all their skill, everything that they knew to do, they forgot about it. They woke Jesus up. They asked him, Lord, do you even care that we're about ready to die here, Lord? There's a storm going on. The boat's filling up full of water. Lord, what are we going to do? But you know the story how Jesus rebuked the wind, spoke to the sea, and it calmed. Then Jesus asked his disciples, why do you fear? You're sailors. You know how to handle this situation. You've been sailing longer than we've been preaching. Then he asked them the hard question. How is it that you have no faith? You've seen the miracles. You've been with me. Ever since I picked you and asked you to come along with me, you've seen all the miracles. You've seen everything that's been going on. How is it that you have no faith? You've seen all the things that's been done at my word, and yet you don't believe when I say, let's go to the other side. 
You know, things might have looked bad. But because Jesus said it, it would have happened. Now, we always concentrate on the boat that Jesus was in with his disciples. But here's the thing, I'll guarantee the people that were in the other boats that were with him, the people that were in the other small ships that were following along with Jesus now, I guarantee they hadn't quit fighting the storm. Guaranteed they hadn't quit bailing the water out. They were in the storm too. And that's what I want to encourage you with just here in this last couple of minutes. They were in the same storm, but they were in different boats. You know, you've heard the, heard the expression, we're all in the same boat. According to the Cambridge Dictionary, that expression means to be in the same unpleasant situation. You know, I've heard a lot of people say that about this pandemic that we've been dealing with for the past few months. You know, and while it's true, while we're all in the same storm, we're most assuredly not all in the same boat. Think of it this way. Your experience in the storm on a sea could vary greatly depending on what boat you're in. If you're in a cruise ship out on a sea in a storm, you're probably not going to notice it too much if you're inside. If you were on a yacht, a little bit smaller boat, you'd be able to tell a little bit more. Or a sailboat. Or a rowboat. Or a life raft. You imagine the, the, the disparity, the, the, the difference in, in how the storm is affecting you versus whether you're on a cruise ship or a life raft. You know, here we are. We've been dealing with this pandemic for several months now. And I guarantee you there were some people when this thing started that were in a better situation and a better place to deal with the storm. They were a little bit more prepared for the storm. You know, you can look at the world today and you know we're, you can tell we're all facing some storms. But we're in different boats. With the pandemic, some people have lost income. Some people have been blessed. You know, my wife was blessed. The job she had, she didn't lose any income. She kept right on working just like she had. And then you got frontline workers who are working all kinds of overtime. They're making more money. Same storm. Different boats. I just wanted to encourage you this evening. Even though we're in the storm. Even though things are rough and we're getting tossed about by the waves and the wind and things are crashing around us, don't lose hope. Jesus is on board. He's right there waiting to speak peace to your storm. Now the storm might not calm around you, 
But one thing's for sure, he can speak peace to your heart and to your soul and to your life and make you be at peace in the storm. He can make you that calm place where other people can reach out for encouragement, for, for, for help. The storm might rage, but we can be at peace in the middle of it. I just wanted to encourage you with that this evening. Let you know that even though the storm is raging, even though things are difficult and things, we, we've got problems, we've got situations that we have to deal with, God is right there with you. Jesus was in the boat with the disciples. He was right there. He was asleep. Why was he asleep? He was asleep because he was tired and because he had confidence in what he had said. He said, let's go to the other side. He knew that no matter what, they were going to get to the other side. If the boat would have capsized, they would have been transported to the other side. Why? Because he said, we're going. We're going to make it. And God wants to let you know that you're going and you're going to make it. Storm might rage, but he can speak peace to your heart so that you can be calm in the storm. Just want to say God bless you this evening. Just give you this little short nugget here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join us Sunday morning on Facebook Live if you can't be to get in, get to church. If you can get to church, get to church. Man, we've been having some wonderful services. We got started a little bit late with the preaching on Facebook Live this past Sunday because some folks had to take a lap around the church. Had to sing a song a couple of times because it was good. But be sure to join us Sunday morning, Facebook Live, somewhere around 11 o'clock. Just hang around Facebook. If you want to, click on the Faith Fellowship page, like and follow the page. Click to get notifications when we go live. That way you sure be sure that you don't miss anything. And remember this, we might all be in the same storm, different boats. But what really matters is Jesus is in the boat with you. He's there. He's waiting to speak peace to your storm. God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you Sunday. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. We pray that it's been a blessing to you. For more information about FFC or its ministries, please contact the church office. God bless you, and remember, Jesus is Lord.